Unit 5, Recording 1. Hello, listeners, and welcome to It All Adds Up, the programme that talks about money. I'm your host, Ella Leeson. Today, we're going to start with more tips for saving money. Dan Parks went into the street to talk to people and get ideas for saving money on living expenses. Dan? Thanks, Ella. I went to London's Oxford Street earlier this week and asked people how they spend less and save more. Here's what they said Make your own food so you don't spend money on lunch. If you take your lunch to work, you will save hundreds a year. I don't have a car now. I sold it. You will save thousands and become healthier if you cycle to work instead of driving. Stop using your credit card. Pay it off. Only spend money you already have. Don't borrow it. Save money every month for emergencies. Then, when you have a problem with your house or you need a new car, the money will be ready. Don't buy a new car. If you buy a car that's just one year old instead of a new one, you will save a lot of money. Go to the cinema on a discount day. My local cinema is cheaper on Mondays. There are special prices online. Smart people out there in Oxford Street, Ella. You're right. Lots of great ideas for spending less and saving more. Right. A little bit here, a little bit there. It all adds up. It all adds up. So, Dan, what can consumers expect in the next few months? Well, the first thing we're looking at is a possible small increase in interest rates. But that's not official yet, is it? No. The government hasn't confirmed it, but it looks very likely. What will that mean for consumers? If interest rates increase, borrowing will go down. People borrow more when loans are cheaper. So, if people are thinking of borrowing. They should do it now, before interest rates go up. OK. a y Anything else? Housing costs will go up. People who own a home will pay a little more each month. So, not great news. No, but it is good news for people with savings. If banks raise the interest rate on savings, savers will earn more. That means it's a great time to start saving or to increase saving. It all adds up. It all adds up, Ella. Anything else?、Uh, just one more thing before I go. International exchange rates. We're watching China closely. Because its economy is really strong at the moment. Electronics imports here will be more expensive if China's currency becomes stronger. OK, a y so if you're thinking of getting a new TV. Now may be the time. We'll probably start to see prices go up in a couple of months. Thanks, Dan. Some great tips. Thank you, Ella. That's it on money saving for this show. But now we're going to move on to. Unit 5, Recording 2. Good morning. Could I just ask you to raise your hand if you have children in their late teens or early twenties? 
You're probably the ones with the largest debts. Hmm, quite a lot of you. And that's not really surprising because, like me, you're the right age. Most of us in this room belong to what we call Generation X, the generation born somewhere between the mid-1960s and the late 70s. Of course, the younger ones among us, born between the early 80s and the mid-90s, are Generation Y, also known as the Millennials. You still have teenage kids to look forward to. <laughs> and it's teenagers and young adults that I'm here to talk about today. Born between the mid-90s and the early 2010s, we call them Generation Z. They're already about a quarter of the total population, and they will soon be our biggest customers. Now, when I say Generation Z, what words and phrases can you think of to describe them? Anybody? Yeah. Live for today. Uh-huh. Always online. Right. Don't want to work. <laughs> no idea about money. <laughs> oh, dear. We're getting a bit negative, aren't we? Well, I think some of the research I'm going to share with you this morning may just surprise you. Because... Unit 5 Recording 3. Now, just a moment ago, some of you suggested that Generation Z lives for today, doesn't want to work, and has no idea about money. So, let's see if that's true. Have a look at this chart, which shows the results of our survey of the financial habits of people aged 16 to 21. As you can see, Roughly three-quarters of them are already earning their own money through some kind of full or part-time employment. To put that in context, that's almost the same as the figure for Generation Y. So that shows Generation Z is certainly not afraid of work. You can also see that nearly two-thirds of them have their own savings account. In fact, Around one in five has had one since the age of ten. But perhaps the most surprising thing is that over one in ten of them are already saving for retirement. A retirement which may be over 50 years away. Another interesting thing is that just under three out of every ten are strongly against any kind of debt especially college debt. Let's not forget that college debt is currently over $1.5 trillion in this country and has been a major financial problem for generations X and Y. The key takeaway here is that Generation Z likes to save but doesn't like to borrow. Obviously, that's good news for those of you running savings accounts but maybe not such good news for those of you working in the loans department.
Unit Five, Recording Four. So, how do we market personal banking services to Generation Z? Well, you were right about one thing: Generation Zers are always online. On average, they are currently spending over ten and a half hours a day working or playing with digital content. To give you an idea of just how much that is, multiply it by the total number of Generation Zers in the USA, and it comes to around a billion hours of online activity every day. That's enough time to watch every movie ever made one thousand times. But here's the really surprising thing. Our studies show that more than half of Generation Z say they actually prefer face-to-face communication. That's over 40 million people who want to talk to us in person. So, in summary, if we want to attract this new generation of customers, we need to make sure we connect with them on a personal level. And in terms of selling banking services. This clearly means that we need to be doing a lot more than just social media marketing.